Hello and welcome to Paper to Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a fascinating study that puts a whole new spin on the phrase, music to my ears. Apparently, not only does music tickle our eardrums, it shapes our brains as well. This study comes from an intelligent bunch led by L. Van Drunen and colleagues who decided to dig into how jamming out on a musical instrument can influence the structure of our brains. Now, they didn't just pick any random group of people for this research. They took 422 twins aged between 7 and 14 years and discovered that around 27% of the changes in brain development related to motor and emotional responses predicted how well they could keep a beat in a music task. But here's the kicker. These brain-beat connections were mostly influenced by environmental factors like musical practice, not by their genetic makeup. So it seems that our experiences, like rocking out on the guitar or belting out a tune, can influence our brain development more than our genes. In other words, practice might make perfect after all. To reach these conclusions, the researchers used a combination of magnetic resonance imaging scans at three different stages, a sensorimotor synchronization task, and a parental questionnaire. They used various statistical models to analyze the data, ensuring a thorough and robust analysis. This study deserves a standing ovation for its thorough methodology and robust data analysis. The researchers used a longitudinal twin design, an excellent approach to distinguish the effects of environmental influences, like musical practice, from genetic predisposition. Their approach to ethics, gaining informed consent from both parents and participating children, demonstrated a strong commitment to good research practice. However, let's not forget that every study has its limitations. The researchers were unable to statistically estimate non-linear trajectories at an individual level because they only had a maximum of three time points available. The diversity in these groups was limited and should be interpreted with caution. The sample size for genetic modeling was relatively small, which could affect the statistical power of the study. And lastly, they didn't include a group of professional musicians where brain behavior associations might have been more pronounced. Nonetheless, the potential applications of this research are compelling. The findings could advocate for greater inclusion of musical training in educational curriculums, helping children develop their sensorimotor synchronization skills, which are linked to motor skills, language abilities, and social interactions. In the field of psychology and child development, the research could provide valuable insights into understanding the environmental factors contributing to neuroplastic changes. Furthermore, it could also have implications in the field of genetics and personalized medicine. So next time you hear your child playing hot cross buns on the recorder for the hundredth time, remember, they are not just practicing their music. They are shaping their brain development. You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll catch you next time for another deep dive into the world of research.